Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Guinness World Record holding Fondazi Fire. That's right, everybody. This is a Fondazi Fire Show, and this is a show where we ask the question, what do you want? Now, normally the answer would be more fire, but since this is a podcast, today the answer is more music, because we're going to be talking about our favorite Fondazi songs. I am your host, Adam the Rombaro Soko, and with me as always is my lovely and beautiful wife, Katie Mighty Mouse Matryska. Hello. I, I, I don't know why I wait for people to say hello back to me, so let's just take that part out. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so I do it every time. In my head, I have to say no one's going to say I'm back. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Off to a rolling start. Um, yeah, okay. And joining us, we have... Kristen Weeks, Hello. Alan Graymont, <laughs> Raiderly Sterling, <Hi>. and of course, and always, our wonderful, amazing, lovely, and producer, Teresa Meese. Hello. <laughs> and Katie? Yes. One of you two is bumping your desk and it's That's me. Like I'm laughing okay. and I'm like bumping it. Sorry. <laughs> so, but I'm going to step away. It just makes the microphone go. <laughs> Okay. Good times. <laughs> wow. What? <laughs> well, now that we got through that, today we're going to be talking about our favorite Fondazi songs. Now, me personally, it's kind of hard to choose whether I like a song because of the way that I dance to it or the way that the choreography is or whether I like a song just because of the basis of the songs. One of my favorite, if I were going to start out, would be the Sheets and Daggers song. So that's the one that Brett and I performed together with the Flaming Rings. Is anybody else partial to Sheets and Daggers? I like it. I definitely enjoy it. I don't like yeah, dancing to same. it. I but like, I like to no, watch other like people dancing. dance to it. Me too. <laughs> I think I Katie like it so much because of the choreography, honestly. Well, the, the, and that and the dynamic that you and Brett have on stage together, it's very playful, but yet very, like, not. Right. <laughs> supposed to be slightly combative. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just very the two of you. Like, it's mm -hmm. a good symbol of the two of you. Yes. I, and I really dig it because of the, the combative nature of the music, too. It's kind of that dark. Da -dun -dun -dun, da -dun -dun -dun. It's just I love the way that it starts out. One of the things I love with that song, I do, I enjoy it. It's very short. Um, like it's one of our shorter songs, which can be really fun. Um, but it's the one where I actually like flip my drumstick handles and it almost sounds like I'm doing it, um, drumming on a snare, uh, which mm -hmm. I was terrified the first time we decided, I decided to do that, that I was going to just then like destroy the cajon <laughs> um, with the stick handles. I was like, well, and now we're, you know, many years into it and I have not destroyed the cajon yet. So awesome. Cause I guess if you don't know, I use um, timpani mallets uh, on the cajon because my hands will kill me um, if I have to be doing the hand drumming on the Doombeck and the Cajon all day long. And they have a better sound carrying and 
Um, they are also just, I don't have to bend over quite as far, um, which when we are wearing our lovely uh, giant belts as ladies bending over, um, like with any corset is limited. <laughs> so um, right. the timpani mallets <laughs> let me, you know, uh, drum and have a lot more control over the sound and will carry farther. So just in general, all better. But I was just like, oh, I would, this sounds really, it sounds very military as it's a march you know, so it's a very, right. so having that kind of military drum, you know, um, snare sound, I, because the cajon has a snare in it. And I was like, okay, let's try that out. And it worked. And so now we have this awesome, like, you love it for its combative sort of playfulness and being able to create that range of sounds that go in there. So it's a really fun for me that I get to be like, I'm a drummer, like a real drummer in a snare and everything. <laughs> I do love that intro. Well, that song actually is a is a march. It's actually a march mm -hmm. from, uh, and I don't remember the country. I have to go look it up. But uh, it it actually is one. It's a national song for one of the countries. I believe it's in Eastern Europe. Oh. And so uh, we stole it from them, and uh, it's it's been around forever. It's like one of their <laughs> national anthems, and and uh, we took it and we shortened a little bit and kind of put. Uh, 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 arranged it slightly and it, that's where it came from so yeah the original song has lots and lots of snaring in it so you know that's that's a perfect uh way to play it uh, so i really really like that intro to that song mm -hmm. when it is so heavily just that dun, 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 yeah. Dun. yeah in my mind it's still i don't know if you listen to anyone listen to pipe and drum like bagpipe and drum course so i did that for a very brief moment in history. Um, I was a drummer in a pipe and drum course. Um, and they have their snares that just have that really bright, like pop to them that not even all marching snares have. And I, that's, that's actually the sound I hear in my head whenever we're playing um, for um, sheets and daggers is that, you know, but I can't do that on the cajon so well but that's that's always going through my head so someday i'll just play it and it'll i'll it'll get it out there <laughs> but <laughs> do we need to get you a marching snare so you just have I mean, yeah instruments? <laughs> i'm not gonna say no surround her on <laughs> yeah just again i'm trying to be parents eventually i'll just be surrounded by different drums and, <laughs> and i'll have my shield and cage around me to you know ward off all of the <laughs> thrown um fire, fire. big yes. big plexiglass box that readily sits in right yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> Or the old like fashion bar just... cages they had in front of the musicians at the old bars to <laughs> yep. keep from getting beer bottles. So yeah. it's just flaming stab. But wire. if we did <laughs> if we did a plexiglass box, then we could actually make drumming noises with you by throwing the stabs at oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> um that and we yes. that and we can have the Pope be our guest drummer. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you think, Alan. <laughs> so it's going to be a bulletproof box. Yes. Got it. Yes. Well, well, if you're going to yeah. go halfway, go all the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. And then I was thinking that we could etch the plexiglass and have a light show. Just put a string of LEDs at the bottom and nice. And I mean, make it fancy. And then we could do a night show pretty easily that way. And you know, these right. musicians would still be illuminated, and that'd be fantastic. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I would request have... not. You know, I would like a box for also for Kristen and Alan. Um, they deserve to also be protected behind their own uh, plexiglass, uh, bulletproof black boxes. You know, 
Didn't you hear Alan? Box. He's a free spirit. He can't be caged. I can't be caged. <laughs> I'm like a, I'm like a bird. I'm like a bird who's going to be in like two days. I'll only fly away. That's why the Yuri Nation is wherever he is. There are no okay. What if we create? <laughs> what if we create a plexiglass box just for your guitar, and you can like slip your hands in, like they uh, sure. the, um, and we know they put the like gloves, they like yeah, the, yeah. the outer space gloves, and they just put their We're hands all pantomiming yeah. it, but I think on our CD, I'm actually going to put cage-free guitar player. So, yeah. <laughs> so people, people who are concerned about yes. those type of things, you know, they they will know that the guitar player was not caged. So. We have a free range so violin player, cage free guitar player, and a fully caged and boxed in drummer. Boxed in drummer. <laughs> I knew I was the square in this group. I knew it. We oh. just take her, we just take her the whole cage and all, sticking it back in the Bardo. <laughs> take her to the next show. Oh, that would be one, two, three, lift. I, will, I like this. Can I have that actually? Like now I'm imagining like a palaquin of people just carrying me down the road. I'm, I'm just thinking of keeping sounds. You can be like one of those animatronics. As we yeah. wrap it, we're yeah, backing up with her. Like, beep, beep, beep. We're backing <laughs> but, but not relax, not mechanically or anything. We're literally just saying the sounds. So Yeah. Right. <laughs> sounds about right. So does anybody else have a favorite song? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, gonna- why yes Adam I do oh thank you <laughs> my favorite song is the um, newest the Fondazi theme song that Alan wrote oh, yeah. that is awesome I love it Sea of Flames, sea of flames. the Sea of Flames that sea I flames. absolutely love that song I love performing to it I love listening to it I wrote that in 10 minutes it just makes me feel all happy I wrote it in 10 minutes it's so, so good <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, for those of you who don't know out in the audience and in the world uh we did game of thrones as a theme song for the beginning of the uber show for years and years and years and years and uh there's a certain point where when you do something as good no matter how great it is you just start to say all right that's enough so we were walk i I was walking out with katie after a sunday and it was late like you know seven eight o'clock at night we're walking out toward to our vehicles and i looked at her and i go katie I'm writing a new theme song for next week. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and then I did. <laughs> so. And it's like my favorite thing. It's it awesome. is amazing. Mm-hmm. We could I cheated all- a li- it's also the theme song. I cheated a little bit in the fact that I what, took Kristen? the Game of Thrones song that we did and I basically remapped a different song over the top of it. Different chords and different stuff like that. But I mean, different, different. I just kind of re-spaced it. So I I got a chance to to get a jump start on it. But yeah, thanks. That's I That song is really fun. I actually love that one too. And it's the podcast theme song. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> so we is. hear it every time. <laughs> yep. I've heard it a lot and I still like it. So yep. that's a really good yeah. sign. That's a good sign. It is. Anybody else have favorite songs? I have to mention on Christopher's behalf that his favorite song is Lonesome Boatman. I love that one too. Yes. I do too. So that is actually up as one of my favorites. Yes. It's a good listening to. It's, a, it's a very Yeah. And to play it's a very traditional song. It's been around for a long, long time, and uh, and uh, you can see why. You know, it's such a venerable song, and it, and it's it's very repetitive in the fact that, uh, but it does it doesn't get old. Like it just keeps going, and you could probably listen to that song and repeat for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's super fun to play as a fiddler. Anyway, I th- that is a really fun one. Yeah, it's got a good. 
I just like the. So I have one. Go on. I, I like the movement in it where it, that's we have lots of different you know spaces where the bottom drops out and it's fun to just kind of jam along with it. And then there's the very pretty section, oh. the floating section, and then there's the you know. And it has our bellow. Yeah. Cool. You know, it has <laughs> yeah. a group a group element where we all get to perform together. Which I, I always want more fun. Yeah, I don't know if the audience has gotten into joining in on that. Have you ever seen any of the audience? We do it backstage, like <laughs> yeah, without fail. Well, I'm on stage, so I I do yes. it on stage sometimes. Do. I, I don't know if they know it's there. I can't say that I've seen anybody, but I but I I I, ha I hear a lot of it. And I don't know if it's just from the backstage or what. But some of the people who come to our show, they come to a lot of our shows, and it's it's really fun to see them uh, know the songs as well as the choreography and the dances and things. So I'm sure that mm -hmm. you know if they're not if not standing up yelling, they're sort of in their brain help joining live. So I love, and yet I don't love, but I love the um, shadow dances. Yeah, it's shadow dances. What is we call it, it is on the so, so okay. everyone should know who listens that. A lot of our songs, I don't know how many, but a fair number of our songs have internal names and them. external names. And the external names are what's on the back of the CD, <laughs> and we never remember them. So, and then, and then we, no. we have internal names that we, we call them by. So that, that song, Zales, that we say, which is Shatter Dancers, came by because it was inspired by the De Beers commercial. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> that song where they had the woman in shadow and you just see the um, the rings on her finger and the jewelry because, you know, people aren't people unless they have jewelry. So uh, right. so that, that song has kind of kind of starts that way. And and so um, we wrote that song with that in mind. And then it, over time, it kind of it changed over time. So we said, well, this isn't really the beers. It's more like a, a, a variation. It's like a Zales, like another company and then of course when we got it out to the <laughs> put the song on the cd we changed the name to be a little bit more interesting and then just people would be like zales really <laughs> <laughs> yes but that's how we know it is zales yeah. so and i i love the energy of that piece and i love oh, yeah. the juggling in it and i love performing it but i do not love the burn that my arms feel as i'm performing <laughs> it and i feel like i'm going to fall over at the end of it that one's great. The it's, double staff. Oh. The double staff with three people on stage for anyone who's listening and has seen our show before. It's Rayleigh's favorite yeah, song to play. The juggling is fantastic. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I do love playing it because it is like so driving. It is like yeah, but it's also so driving. So like by, especially I'm I'm a little worried about what's going to happen next time we actually get together and can play. Hopefully, like the next time I have to play that song, my my hip's just going to fall off because I'm doing the bass drum so hard the entire time. It's just boom, boom, boom. They're like that's a long yep. song. It's like almost four minutes. It is. It goes. And so yeah, and that's why yeah, you have that rock now because your drum would travel. You were hitting it so hard. <laughs> move forward i can't reach anymore like, like, that that's why you have the yes, rock there yes during, during <laughs> dancers and sales, the drum would go always to the edge of the stage <laughs> she's reaching with her leg out like i can't can't get it see if you were in a cage all this stuff would be solved <laughs> uh, see and i love sales oh, that one has that one has the distinction of being the first song I got to play with you guys because I had been running through all really? these at home. But then the first rehearsal that we had at your house, and I was playing it along with the CD, but I still was playing it, and you guys were rehearsing in the driveway. And so I'm like, oh, sales. Mm -hmm. It's the first one. That's great. <laughs> I, 
I do love it. I mean, I love that one, that it does have a lot of fun musicality to it, and the choreography is really fun yeah. for it. And we have like where that song started and where it is now. Like, I love that there is a point we can play it too fast. Um, whenever we get to a song that we can <laughs> play too fast, it's already like a really fast song. Um, makes me happy. Like folk dance. Like folk dance. Um, <laughs> where I'm. Yeah, when you guys start to play it super fast, I think I might yep. die. <laughs> I use I use that I use that piece when I go to a when Adam makes me go to a spin class mm. because I feel like I have that in my head of okay just like do folk dance one more time yep. okay just do folk dance one more time you can get through. another two minutes you can make it two minutes and then once that two minutes is up okay you can make it another two minutes and then I hate Adam <laughs> <laughs> yes you know I've been loving Zales even more since we put the fire cowls on the on the stabs, it makes performing it so much more enjoyable. It is. We're not, I, we're not getting burned as much. But it makes it less enjoyable for Brett and I to watch you not be burned. I know. Mm, I, I I really like how much more fire the fire cowls have let us put on. Yeah. It is a great compromise. More more fire, less pain. I'm okay yeah. with this. Because It's a good balance. Yes. Hurting yourself on purpose is just ridiculous. There's no point to it. <laughs> doing that but more fire is always worth a little pain absolutely um i've been sitting here trying to think really hard about favorite songs and it's really hard i'm not good at choosing but if i had to go with the category of group numbers that i really like oh it's uh, it's a tie this last year so i like all the stuff that we've been doing for a long time but like i feel like we've really amped up in 2019 and the working title splinters and working title hungarian folk are tied because i can't figure out between those two which i like more because i love the music for both of them but hungarian folk is like super like inspirational marchy you know that sort of energy and i like the sheer insane amount of fire that gets on the stage by the end of splinters so like i really yeah. really really freaking love both of those and I mean, thank you, musicians, for continuing to up the game a lot because, dang, well, Raider, the new music has been outstanding. Raiderly found Hungarian folk. Um, and she, we, we, we're constantly looking for new material, and uh, so Raiderly brought that in. Uh, and uh, the moment we heard it, we're like, "Good job! That was, that's really cool." Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Gold star. It's such a fun one. And I believe we basically call it that way. And Raiderly can help correct me, but I believe it's I, when I looked at the the documentation on it. It's effectively just a string of Hungarian folk songs just slammed together that are all mm -hmm. in the same key, or roughly the same key, and uh, and we and we just play them, and so we just go last to the end. It's like it's just a just a, a romp through all these songs, and it's it, it's nonstop. I am exhausted when we're done with that song. Me too. Me too. <laughs> well, you got those hard bar chords, and I've got just billions of notes. Billions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, as an old as an old electronic guitar player, uh, I, I'm fa I always play bar chords. But when you, if anybody's acoustic guitar player, they'll realize that you know after a half hour or forty minutes yeah. playing bar chords, you're like, wow, that's a lot of bar chords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. a lot harder. <laughs> um, I really like En Fuego, which um, mm -hmm. the audience will know it because you guys play it before or after but we haven't choreographed anything to it and it's not one of the recorded ones. Mm -hmm. um, 
but I do I have I have choreography for it and I do plan on breaking that down via video for everybody to start learning so we'll be able to come together and work on a new piece. And Fuego was the first song I think I introduced Kristen to as the, as a, as like the next generation, the next version of songs we were going to do. And uh, mm-hmm. it was kind of like, yep. it was like my litmus test to see if uh, we were going to work well together. I'm like, here's something. And she's like, I love it. I'm like, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is actually, I would say it, 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 is, it is a, it is a, it's like this next series of songs that are coming out on our new CD that we're CD that thank you COVID we have to do now. Um, it is that definitely has a different flavor to them, you know. So we with Kristen and and with Raiderly, we're we're kind of purposely changing it up a little bit. And so you know, and you never know when you bring three people together uh, how that's going to work. And so far, it's worked great. Honestly, the first time we played in Fuego in Kenny Adams' backyard, like I remember you being I had never heard the song before. And like you and Kristen worked on it a little bit together and you just played it. And like, I jumped in and it sounded like golden right then and there. It was so good. <laughs> so yeah. like Katie just going like, all right. So that's a new song. <laughs> like, yes, I was just meshed. I love it. Yeah. I, lo- I always smile when we play that one too. Cause it's just fun. It's a fun song. Yep. It is fun. It yeah, is. Exactly. And we're going to be using um, juggling torches. Oh, so we will have some actual juggling in it. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, we have a lot of we have a lot of juggling torches. We haven't used them extensively in the show yet. But... Well, we, we have the one piece, the Crested Hen, mm-hmm. that we use them in. Yep. Which needed an update, so that's really fun. I like doing yes. that version. I do, too. I really like the way the choreography is where we come together and then we, like, I always think of like a, someone t- taking a dial or a skirt and like spinning it and then unspinning yeah. it when we're moving. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love bit. that. Uh, yes. It's a fun one. And um, the other song that this is what an older song but hasn't been used in a while that I really love. And Katie said that she's working on updating choreography, which is great because I feel awful that it hasn't been used for so many years. Alan also wrote, and I don't know the real name of it, but the working name is Cthulhu. I don't either. It's Sunrise, it's yeah, Sunrise Solstice. It's Sunrise Solstice. Thank so, you. Yeah. Sunrise Solstice. So, um, yes. That's so different than Cthulhu. So, so the, <laughs> Where did the Cthulhu okay, come from? So basically, um, it started out uh, a little less um, inspirational, a little more dark when we first started working with it. And uh, and uh, when we, were, we, we, we sat around and I, and I wrote the guitar parts for it. And I and it, and then we went back and forth and back and forth, and uh, so uh, with uh, with Heather when we wrote that, and uh, finally it was just like uh, she, I believe Heather was basically like like uh, this is a this is a monstrosity. It's like she called the Cthulhu. So we called it that way for a long time. So that's kind of the name that we used <laughs> internally forever, and it just kind of stuck. But you know, of course, when we put it on the CD, it's, we wanted to kind of name it something that was more uh, in line with what it really is. Because I really find it to be really a uh, uh, emotionally um, an energizing song. You know, it's like it's like you listen to the yes. song and when you're done, you just sort of. It's very hard to feel to be not happy after, or not relaxed and not like serene. Yeah. It's a, and yeah. we don't do a lot of serene. Yeah, songs. it's so serene. Yeah, we don't do a lot mm-hmm. of serene songs. Right. So that's it's very cool that we have a couple of them. That's yeah. actually the one that I was going to say is one of my favorites. I absolutely love that. And especially when we play it as a warm up in the morning, like when we, and we haven't played that one a whole lot. Like it's not one that we go to a lot, but it's one of my favorites. Cause it's just, I get, it's a really good part for me. Like it's just really beautiful. And, and just the whole feel behind it, it's wistful, but it's serene. Like you said, 
it actually sounds like when you're getting your breathing into the right zone and it, and it's easy to breathe when you're dancing to that song yeah. because of the yeah. way that the music flows and that's one of the things i think i like about it and it is it's a fun one to just sit and spin play to freestyle because i i do think of cthulhu when i am spinning my little like <laughs> <laughs> all my tentacles are going yes. <laughs> <laughs> one song that i really enjoy i'm and i'm not sure that it's one that others enjoy is epic <laughs> yeah uh, it's fun it's a fun one that's actually yeah. ex- I love, yes. externally i get that's like one of mo- the most requested songs that people tell me about so you're not you're not alone really yeah okay i get that one stuck in my head a lot like yes. my kids and i both go around singing that one around the house that wedding we that's played awesome. when we went to the reception they played they, that was the first song they played yeah that's funny. Oh, yeah. Really? yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. You just wanted to... well, that's another yeah. one that's fun I, energy I just... between Adam and Brett. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like performing. Adam and I do it and Ray and Teresa and Adam do it, but what we run into is Teresa and I are significantly shorter, 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 <laughs> and we have our arms aren't as long. So you try to have a skirt as you're trying to flip over the rope torch, and it's like it's just like it, horrible. Yeah, there's certain moves where I have to like think tall when I'm trying to do them, right? so I don't like just keep whacking the torch into the ground because of just the dynamics of it all. It, it works so much better tiny. with tall men. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, that's one of the very few songs that I that I uh, well the, of the of the original two CDs CDs that I actually wrote all myself and it was uh, it it's it's fun be it's fun to because that song the, the history of song making is sometimes really funny that that whole song starts with the chromatic walk down in the middle and that actually comes from a, when I was playing in a bar band we played these boots were made for walking. And that that ah. actually is the section from that. Oh, I hear that. And yep. then and so yeah. uh, right in the middle, I took that. And I said, I love this, but that's at the beginning of it. But I did, so I didn't want to make it at the beginning. So I started writing that song in the middle, and then I kind of went out from both ends to kind of fill it in, and that's what we ended up uh, we ended up getting. And so that it's I, I think it's I just saw it's funny when you hear how something starts out one way and turns out to be completely different. heard people request or talk about caravan as being one of their favorites i was just thinking about that piece actually of just like how i secretly still really love it even though it's one of our oldest pieces it's yeah. classic though it's got a classic sound to it and it's and it's just good you know yeah. it's it's fun uh, it for me fun. that was the hard that was one of the hardest ones for me to remember when i first started like i would read the title caravan and be like what what is that? How does it go? Like it just, it, it had a terrible time. So in my mind, Caravan is very French. And so I always think of fleur-de-lis with it. And like, that's what comes to my mind. Oh. It's Flor- uh, French blue and fleur-de-lis, um, which look a little like the fans. Really? Yeah. It just feels. I can totally nice. yeah. It just feels very French to me. <laughs> so I guess that's also like when I was performing, it just like, I was like, a oh, French, 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 look at me. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that sound, caravan sounds very provincial. I don't know if it if it if it means French or not, but I like it because yeah. it kind of has this sort of like uh, this small um, kind of relaxed out in the field 
uh, kind of feel to it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, whether that's with French bread or French wine or, or you know, with a sandwich. Well, Belle wanted to get away from it, so it must be French. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, you know. Speak, you know with, with all the new songs we wrote for this this new new album that's coming out, uh, that we're, we have still yet to record, unfortunately, but um, we had a lot of more driving stuff or a lot more energy stuff. And so the last couple of things we, we've been working on uh, that are kind of like the the, the latest stuff, I, I was really trying to make it more like uh, in Fuego, more like more relaxed a little bit because we have so many energi energizing songs and it's good to have a lot of energy, but I like to have it remix it up. So like Caravan is a really a good example of that where it's it's not driving, but that it's like a it's like a pause, a breath, a relaxation between two crazy things that are going on. I think people respond to that. <laughs> the new one that Katie and I danced to Shadows of Delight. Thank you. There's so many shadows. So pretty. I, I would yeah, like to put a request shadows. for no more we have, shadows. We have two shadows. Get... Do sunrise. There's two shadows. Sunlight. Do sunrise. Do you have shadow... shower. Yeah, yeah. Shower. Yes. No S's. Well... <laughs> Flowers. Flowers. Shower. Flowers are pretty. Flowers are pretty. Fire. Oh, never mind. I'm not in charge of any of the naming, so just ignore me. I'm being, <laughs> being haughty. But no, I love that piece. It is really, again, super beautiful and relaxing and there's something in dancing when you have to be super slow and intentional and like hit those poses with presence mm -hmm. i like i like that that forces us into that space when we're dancing and i really like that piece mm -hmm. me too and it's got a really cool sort of rock vibe to it that's under, underneath it you know it's like really really relaxing yeah. but at the same time underneath it has that kind of when uh, kristen had sent me i I'm, you can tell me if, if I'm wrong, but it sounded very MIDI-like when you sent me the, the chord structure of what you had sent me with it. Oh yeah, it was terrible because yeah. I didn't have the right set, the right software to do anything. It was just the melody over like some awful, awful MIDI thing. But it was, <laughs> but I could hear what she was trying to do there and it was really inspirational. So I appreciate that. That's, that's Kristen did that pretty, pretty much the whole song by herself. And uh, it, it, she sent it to me and I, and I immediately was like, I love it. So I ended up playing like 30 times. It was super fun. <laughs> Well, I also have to say that there are places where we're holding our poses, where we're making faces at each other while our backs are to the audience. And those are also <laughs> special moments. <laughs> just like I treasure those. Just like fire dance when we go into the back bend. Yeah. I, I, I whisper things to her all the time to try to break her. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> the secrets of the stage. Yep. You know, <laughs> I will tell you that when Adam and I are, are doing Argentina, I will often whisper, I'm really hungry. <laughs> or I, I could use a monster right now or something like that just to set the mood with him. Argent Argentina was written by a, a – I love Argentina. Yeah, it was written by a California um, a, a professor of music. And I did forget which city in California, but one of the coastal cities. And, uh, yeah, he, he's very aloof uh, and – I've tried communicating with him a few times and he's just, I just gone to dead space, but uh, you know, uh, but we, you know, we, it's a beautiful, it song. is, it is fantastic. And so, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, I, I tried to like see if he wanted to get a CD or he wanted, you know, what he wanted. Uh, I mean, clearly, I mean, we've obviously uh, paid for the rights for it, but you know, I mean, beyond that, it's like, yeah, but he doesn't, you know, and it never came back. So it's okay. I mean, if mm -hmm. I believe his name is Tigran, uh, T I G R A N. Uh, I have to look it up, but yeah, he's uh, he, he's he's uh, sounds really really amazing, and you can find uh, his original song on YouTube. Um, 
maybe we'll post a link down below some of the songs oh, yeah. that that are actually the real sure. the real versions of them uh and uh and, and that hey, real hey, song our hey, version we're real. <laughs> our versions are real. I have, don't tell i apologize me. the the most original version because a lot of these original a lot of the songs that we take are traditional right and they're just somebody else's variation on it but that particular one is his yeah. original song and, and the original argentina is is amazing and i love our version too but there's actually a lot more in it but the original song is very long and we needed to clearly make it into a dance number so we kind of modified the dance pieces and i love that one because the rope torch is just so um perfect for for the for uh, that uh, choreography for i that love song. that yeah. I think you guys should just stretch it one time. Just just play the whole length version <laughs> and add a random show and see what happens. Well, I tell you. We actually I have still... had to do that piece and realize that I did not put the right cut version of the song in when we've been oh. using like modern music and we've had to stretch it out. Well, then you're yeah. Those are fun times. And then usually Adam whispers to me, you're not my favorite person right now. <laughs> <laughs> you love me all the time. That's right. Mm -hmm. Does to like it's you? just that when I you're not his favorite person, it's because nobody's his favorite person <laughs> in that <laughs> I, I will say the oh, perennial, and I get this year after year after year after year, uh, perennial crowd favor is Marishka. I mean, and that, oh, yeah. that yeah. song... Yeah. Everybody loves that song, and that was that was written mm -hmm. by Josh, yep. uh, who was the guitar player who was before me, and uh, that's it's just fantastic. He just did a great job on it. It and... is one of, yeah, it is one of the and best it's so songs fun. we have, mm -hmm. it is. and it's our audience participation number. I mean, right? yep. <laughs> like... that was inspired by Harry Potter, actually. Oh, well, the choreography, the choreography was, was. Oh, okay, because in oh. uh, in the second Harry Potter, where the boy, yeah, or they. Yeah, where they come in, they start. Yeah, yeah, because it's goblet. Goblet of fire. Goblet of fire. Let's not. Yeah, yeah. When the boys' school comes in and starts stamping, stomping their staves on the ground, they get the sparks and everything. I was like, that's so cool. And so why don't we have sparks yet? Well, you didn't you didn't you tell him you wanted them to be able to? I asked Josh. I want to be able to have something that has stomping staves and a driving beat, and that's what he came up with. So yeah, the whole thing was inspired by Harry Potter. Do we get? Cool. I agree with Teresa. Where are our sparks? The sparks? Yeah, the spark <laughs> is in our sparks. souls. I think. Yeah, it's in my mind. <laughs> so I'll say my my uh, my um, favorite. I think. Well, it's hard to say because you know, I mean, when when you help uh, or organize and write a lot of music, you know, there's a lot of like little pieces that are your sort of like your babies for no reason other than the fact that yeah. you were involved with it. It, it, it doesn't have to be great, but just because you like it. But one of my, one of the ones I really like is trouble because mm -hmm. I, I just like, mm -hmm. I just like that. It's so uh, chaotic. It's just sort of like it, it, it goes all over the place and it's slightly different than a lot of the things we do, but at the same time, it's definitely, you know, us doing it. So I really like I really like that one um and we and that's been on and off we haven't played it we haven't done dancing to it for a couple of seasons now i think but uh i would if we ever get a chance to bring that back it's super fun we did do we we decided to take some of the choreography from a different song that we're no longer playing and add it to trouble which mm -hmm. i do think we need to revisit though choreography wise mm -hmm. it's not quite fitting to my satisfaction all right yeah <laughs> i am that sounded dirty <laughs> sorry yeah. Trouble has definitely well, up to its name of like being a pain in the butt to learn because I remember like try, having to try to relearn how to play that song and I just, it's giving me a lot of trouble. 
um, that's its name. But yep. I, yeah, once it clicks, that one clicks. Um, and I, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, but it took me a long time to. <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds like really banging ri- your head against it. <laughs> So the, the guitar pieces on there, I originally wrote them as I originally wrote them as bass slap bass. So um, I, mm-hmm. I I was writing it and I was like, oh, we should do a bass thing. And then uh, the logistics of bass and everything else being out there and having all these instruments out. It's it's one thing if you're on a stage and you have sound equipment and you can move things on and off. You can have like thirty guitars. I've had, you know, I've been on stage with like four guitars and all that kind of stuff. But uh, we just couldn't make it really work, so we switched it to just using it with acoustic acoustic guitar, and it seemed to work. You know, it seemed to be fun. Mm-hmm. It does it really works well? So, now tell me again about having a lot of instruments on stage around you. <laughs> it, it's too hard. <laughs> you have to have things. multiple little guitar cages. <laughs> you know how many times it gets I, expensive. I will tell, you don't know how many times I'm sitting like in my house in the dark, and I just realize I think I should I should learn cello. This would be awesome. And then I think, okay. I have to move this cello out on stage and move it back and, move it, and then move, take it on the bus and like all the crazy, you know, all the crazy stuff of moving these things around. And I'm like, nobody wants to do and that. I'm like, I'll just play guitar. Yeah. You know what we do is we, we have a cello, but we have to get a RV space in the campground. So the cello has a safe place to live. Mm-hmm. And there then, you go. then Chris and I will guard your cello. I'll carry it to the campground. If we can upgrade an RV space. And then we need a second RV space because Kristen's going to bring out like 50 more fiddles. And then she'll right. be next to us. And then if Ridley <laughs> wants to put her drum kit I, oh, in RV, I was like, we need a third a one. third RV space. I mean, I have, a, I have a pop-up trailer that would be lovely to, you know. It's true. There and all go. these RVs have to be parked um, up in the special parking area near the stage. So we can just live there. Yeah. <laughs> actually when i was a kid that's where my mom had an rv parked like that's where i lived because that's where the uh see i was feeling it that's oh, really? a perfect yeah. place for it yeah. the mayor's summer yeah. palace where the summer palace which is where the the uh, royalty have their kind of backstage area that used that the royal summer palace used to be somewhere else and the mayor's entourage that my mom was involved mm-hmm. with they had their kind of backstage space over there and we could park my my grandpa's rv <laughs> so not that tells you something about okay. the stage right there <laughs> So this is just an idea, but when we move to the new site and we build our hippodrome, mm-hmm. what right. if what if we have along the backside like a few little living spaces? Yes, I there agree with that. Yes, how nice would that yeah. be? I'm kind of like feeling that this has to be part of the design. Mm-hmm. I agree, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, <laughs> All right, that- <laughs> electric hookups and everything would be lovely, please. Oh yes, yes. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. So, and we'll just keep bringing more fire. Power. Yep. That's right. <laughs> when we're happy and comfortable, we bring even more fire. Mm-hmm. That's exactly. We're old and fussy now. <laughs> we are old and fussy. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Yes. Yes. I, but I was going to say, like, the trouble was the pain in the butt to learn. Um, but the bigger pain in the butt has been Macedonia. Uh, uh, you're you're going to say the same thing I was just I was just going to say what deserves honorable mention here because I love it and hate it is Macedonia. <laughs> we're going to write a song in 7-8 time and then we're going to make you <laughs> choreograph to 7-8 time and it's going to be awesome but everybody's also like what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it, it it never stops being a challenge. It never really mm-hmm. is muscle memory. Yes. 
And the worst is that I bridge, <laughs> I, I bridge the uh, between bar between measures, right? So it's not always even the fact that it's the violin player that you can count them out because there's a couple spots where you actually have to bridge between measures, but with, with your counts and stuff. So, yep. so it's not a necessarily yep. <laughs> easy. Uh, no. Nope. Yeah. That that that. So the the Macedonia, <sighs> the actual chorus of the song is a traditional. And then I wrote, uh, I guess you'd say like the verses uh, and some other ancillary pieces around it. So, so it's partially um, traditional and then we wrote a whole bunch of stuff around it. So yeah, I, I really, really dig that song. It's super fun. The seven, eight nature of it makes it real bouncy, real fun. And, and it's, you know, it's always jumping ahead of itself. And uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I actually love, love, love it. So thank you. But that, like I said, it was really confusing. <laughs> I was first trying to like, map it out for choreographing i'm like why am i getting this wrong <laughs> this, is, this is not falling into place and then you guys are like uh don't call the way to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we should have mentioned that we didn't mention that we're like because you were i mean we put it out there and and you were like everyone was like yeah hey, we love this song and so and i i believe it, teresa was right, right away it was like I, you know i call it it's mine she licked it and uh so, but then I, I, I distinctly remember the messenger message. Um, guys, how do I count this song? That was great. I thought I just like lost my ability to count music in general. I'm like, I know that I've been faking it for years, but this is really embarrassing. <laughs> but no, that one is fun because like, I mean, I get to dance with Chris and I like that because he's fun. But that is also where we, that inspired the need for the cowls and has led mm -hmm. to improving all our other fire stabs so that we can having the cowls on there really lets you do more unusual movements with the staff than you would be able to otherwise because yeah. you can do stops and pauses vertically without dying we mentioned them a few times do you want to explain what they are so people listening might not know uh cowls are little silicone discs that are near the head of the staff and they're really high, high um, industrial grade silicone, so they can withstand real high temps. And they are uh, glued with a special industrial grade silicone near the head of the staff so that the heat from the flame, they're heat shields, so it doesn't crawl up. Because when you turn a staff vertically, the fire will climb directly up the edge of the staff. I'm not sure what the dynamics of heat and energy is that makes it climb but it does i mean heat will always go up but it sucks to the staff and climbs up so right where you're trying to hold it can get very owie <laughs> very ouchy yeah no, that's a cool addition to that you made that really helped you uh not just for that one place but now that it sort of helped all the all the different places that we use it I saw it and I have to give credit and I cannot remember his name, but it was a French fire spinner. I saw one of his videos. I'm like, what's on his stabs? That looks interesting. And then I like kept zooming into pictures and looking, I'm like, Hey, he's got a heat shield on there. Heat shields are smart. <laughs> <laughs> so Definitely. It made a huge difference. It did. Yes. And it was really necessary for your Macedonia stabs because they're so much shorter than our normal double stabs. The shortness of the staffs also allows me to use them more <laughs> efficiently for my little arms. Absolutely. For, for women, I have perfectly average and slightly longer arms, but for the height of the men in our group, the staffs, the double staffs were still, I could not spin the staff under my armpit. So like a baton twirl, 
I can't easily do that with the regular stabs they use because they're just a little too long. And boobs. I, Nobody accounts for boobs in no, this place. No. It, that one is hard. You have to like angle. I don't know. Watch me while I'm doing that one. I swing my body more yes. than the men do because I have to swing it to get it around certain mm-hmm. parts of my body. And, and that that's specific. So I'm much more swingy. And that's specifically <laughs> why, despite our inclusivity in our group, we will never have a Tyrannosaurus Rex on stage with us. No, uh, <laughs> and, and I, you can you can call me on it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I'm, Alan. We weren't going to talk about I'm, that. I'm just I'm picturing Toy Story with that little that little that little Tyrannosaurus Rex trying to. Spin right. it's, like, it's not working. Yeah. It's not working. <laughs> we would adapt uh, props to fit the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Show the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Want to be involved in our group? Um, <laughs> but the Tyrannosaurus Rex would have to marry into the family. At right? one point, <laughs> right. dating. That, that's yes. how you get into the group. So we're inclusive, but we're also very um, nepotistic. I'm sure, nepotistic. Thank you. Guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when Gabby, you know, in ten years, um, finds a Tyrannosaurus Rex that she wants to uh, be involved <laughs> with and has skills, <laughs> then. <laughs> Or Haley, I suppose, in like 15 years. <laughs> so, Maybe. you know, as a Tyrannosaurus Rex, if she wants to be involved with and bring into the family, I'm sure we will uh, be willing to talk about it. I'm just picturing her at, yeah. the, at the, the phone call before she's visiting. She's like, Dad, I don't know how to ex- explain this to you, but uh, I know <laughs> it might be a little bit awkward, but uh, he's, he's, he's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I'm like, what? if you want to become a patreon subscriber pop on over to the patreon and look for fondazi fire if you have any questions or show ideas for us anything that you want to know then email us at fondazi at gmail.com make sure to subscribe to fondazi fire presents What do you want on your favorite podcast platform? And we'll see you next time.